What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Yesterday, I mentioned that I was rereading a book, one of my favorite books of all time, The Art of Living Consciously by Nathaniel Brendan. And last night, I was, as I was reading, I came across a couple of questions that uh, struck a chord with me, and I want to repeat them here for you to answer, and I also want to answer them for myself again. The first question is, do I take responsibility for generating a level of awareness appropriate to the context? And the second question is, do I give my activities the best consciousness of which I am capable, or do I settle for something less than that? And for me, the answer to the first question, do I take responsibility for generating a level of awareness appropriate to the context? The answer is yes. But the second question, do I give my activities the best consciousness of which I am capable, or do I settle for something less than that? Uh, I have to admit that that answer is no. And uh, just to clear up any confusion, I want to read the definition of consciousness, or living consciously, that Nathaniel gave. Uh, Where do you put it at? All right, here it is. To live consciously means to seek to be aware of everything that bears on our actions, purposes, values, and goals to the best of our ability, whatever that ability may be, and to behave in accordance with that which we see and know. Now back to the questions, the first two questions that I asked. I'm a 100% responsibility person. I wasn't always that way, of course. I don't think most people don't start off that way, but I made that a conscious decision in mind a couple of years ago. And that has honestly been one of the best decisions of my life. So I take responsibility for generating a level of awareness appropriate to the context. But I don't give my activities the best consciousness of which I am capable. or And I do settle for something less than that. Uh, I want to give a couple of examples of why this applies to me currently. One of my goals... I have gym goals. I want to look a certain way. I want to lift a certain weight. I take 100% responsibility for getting there. And I am 100% aware of what it takes to get there. But somehow, somehow, some way, I leave weight on the table and I leave reps on the table. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens enough for it to be a significant hindrance in my progress. I could be... (laughs) a lot closer to where I want to be in that area. Another area, I'm I'm currently working as a programmer, and I don't know what your level of knowledge is about programming, but (laughs) that stuff gets freaking deep, man. Deep, 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 deep. And ever since I started learning, I, I will go through the pain of learning something, and the word that I chose there, pain, I didn't take much pleasure in the learning process. I, it didn't feel too good. And I would eventually get it down packed. And then when I started using it, I felt great. And then I would repeat over and over and over again. And a lot of times when I'm programming, I feel like I want to stay within the comfort zone, even though there are definitely things that I could be doing to get better. 
and that would allow me to speed up my workflow, become more efficient, become more marketable, essentially. What other areas am I doing this in? I recently started listening to Russell Bronson and Dan Kennedy and reading their books and stuff like that. And I know exactly what I need to do. And part of me doesn't want to do it. (laughs) And this, I think this is something that's relatable to the majority of business owners. Because when it comes to marketing specifically, people have a desire to just go with the flow and see what works and not track anything. For example, like most small businesses, they market by just throwing some mud at the wall, I would say. That's what Dan Kennedy says. And they don't have any way to track their progress, see if whatever they're putting out there is working or not. And now that I'm thinking about it, I see this a lot when people talk about their personal finances. When they say at the end of the month, where did all the money go? I can't pay my bills. Where's where's it all gone? And I don't know the exact numbers on this, but I am pretty sure that most people do not know what's in their bank account. They they get the money, they spend the money, and they don't think about it until it's the end of the month and it's time to balance their checking account. And that's a pretty sad and common thing. And another thing I want to say from the book that Nathaniel Brennan mentions is that consciousness is on a continuum and we can either dim our consciousness or lighten our consciousness as in become more conscious of what we're doing. For example, most of us are so used to driving a car that it doesn't take any conscious effort at all and since that's the case we can place our conscious effort on music that we're listening to or podcasts we're talking with somebody in the car but if there's a traffic accident ahead or some other situation our consciousness should focus less on the music or the conversation or the podcast and focus more on the traffic now that something isn't right. And there are tons of successful people who have, when I say successful people, I mean in terms of uh, external appearance and resources like money and, and physical possessions, I guess. There are a lot of people who are successful in external ways, but and they're on top of everything that comes up in their business. They know their numbers. They know how many leads are coming in every month. They know how many they're going to close. They know everything there is to know about their business. And they're on top of it at all times. But then they go home. And their relationship with their significant partner is the opposite. Or not as conscious as what they do in the workplace. Speaking of relationships, uh, I'm I'm a very um, people watcher. 
I, I've seen when somebody's in a relationship, I watch. Not in that, in that, in that way you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Not in that way. <laughs> but it's crazy. People just um, instead of confronting something that comes up, they bury it, don't mention it, and what happens later is resentment builds up, and then there's a a big explosion, and now the relationship's in chaos all of a sudden. Very another very common example. I've even noticed this in myself, when I have an issue with somebody and I don't bring it up, or I capitulate and don't stand up for my personal preferences and standards that I would become resentful toward that person. And luckily I've I've avoided blowing up and realized that it's me that's the problem. But um, yeah, that, that has been an issue for me in the past. And it might still be in the future. I don't know. You never know. People, people can push your buttons in different ways, I guess. And every day is a new test. But I've been trying to live in a more consciously appropriate manner when it comes to everything that I do. This morning, I made sure when I was in the gym that I was conscious of what my purpose was there and what it the awareness that I need to be having to accomplish what I had, what I want to achieve. And this morning I had a very good workout. And there was something else that I was putting off, detail-oriented stuff that I've been putting off that I managed to get done today, and I've been putting it off for a couple of days now. So I guess the moral of the story is that living in accordance to reality and your purpose and your goals is more fruitful in the long run than denying the evidence of your senses and burying things in the sand and building resentment in your body. It's unhealthy physically and mentally, and it will inevitably lead to an unfortunate life if you do it often enough. Whew. I hope that was helpful to you in some way, and I will see you next time.